Well, good morning. Uh, it's an auspicious day, and I'm honored to be a part of it. It's a day to talk about the future. But let's start, then, by talking about the past. Let me take you back. Now, in the 1950s, we had a more homogeneous society which prized a more <clears throat> homogeneous skill set. And so universities were having sort of cookie-cutter degrees so that people could plug into those interchangeable jobs in the large corporations. Today, the large pools of opportunity are shrinking, especially in music. But I find that they're being replaced by exciting, entrepreneurial, almost infinite puddles of opportunity. Larger organizations are now prizing individuality and problem solving, while smaller organizations really need people with broad and diverse skill sets. And who are the students we teach? Well, we call them the millennials. They want to curate their own experiences. They want experiences that are unique to them, and they're frugal. They want their college education to be career-oriented. So what does this mean for music? Well, the large pools are shrinking. There are dramatically fewer symphony orchestras, grand operas, Broadway pit bands, Las Vegas pit bands, the big pools, but more performing arts centers, more music festivals, more outlets for music online. So let's say there's 18 orchestras in the whole country that, that you can make a full-time living at. That might translate to two trumpet openings. Well, there are probably 200 graduates each year that could win one of those openings. The 198 who don't win it will join last year's 198, the year before, the year before, and so on. And then, therefore, fewer support or, uh, jobs around those large organizations. So what does that mean for the performing musicians we train? We've got to get them ready for those smaller, less anonymous kinds of careers where they're at the forefront. They need a wider skill set in business and marketing and technology and music creation. Now, in the past, higher education gave lip service to some of these things, but we taught them in lecture demonstrations. A lecture demonstration is a great way to teach people about things. It's not a great way to teach people to do things. Let's face it, you don't want a surgeon who learns surgery in a lecture demonstration. You want to know they had their hands inside somebody before they're inside you. So, and for a century or more, higher education has been training musicians for the head of a pin. Learn to play or sing music in that one style to get that anonymous job in one large ensemble. Those jobs are shrinking, but being replaced by jobs where we need a different kind of musician. We need not the external musician who just reads music and plays it back. We need the internal musician who creates music from the inside out, who composes, who arranges, who performs music as an act of creation more than replication. So in order to give our students those internalized musicianship skills, in 2008, the faculty of the Frost School of Music embarked on an ambitious plan to completely redo the way that we train our musicians. And we created the experiential music curriculum, if the slide will, slide will advance. There we go. Which we call the EMC. Now, the EMC is a new paradigm for us. It takes students out of large lecture demonstrations, puts them in small groups we call skills ensembles, four to five students in a group. And it's a laboratory for doing and assessing every class period. If you're in a class of four with a teacher, there's nowhere to hide. You're going to do, and you're going to be assessed, and you're going to get better. Plus, we're combining information from different classes all into one real-time integrative whole. Now, the EMC class starts with 
a lecture demonstration. A 20-minute talk by a master teacher with the whole group, but then it breaks up into the small group, all the small groups, and the master teachers float around offering advice and guidance to the TAs and adjuncts who teach in the curriculum. But we realized something was missing. And here's what it is. When I was in college, I took a semester of Spanish, never dreaming that 35 years later I would move to Miami. How's that Spanish working for me? Well, we pat ourselves on the back. We're the groundbreaking school. We're the first school that says every student will take a business class in music and a technology class in music. How's that going to be working for them 20 years from now? Will that translate to a lifelong employable skill? Well, we're not sure. So we said, well, let's define those skills. What are the skills we want our graduates to have, aside from the musical skills we give them, playing music or singing music, that they will be able to use deeply to, to guide their careers? And we came up with this list. Well, there's the music creation skills that we're teaching very well in the EMC, but it's also those business and marketing skills, technology skills. If you're going to not be a part of a big anonymous group, if you're going to be at the forefront, you have to have great stage presence, presentation skills, uh, critical thinking, problem solving. So then we took a look at our curriculum. You want to see our curriculum? There it is. That's a, that's a college curriculum. Every one of those boxes is a class. You put six of them on top of each other. You've got a semester. You go eight of those, there's an undergraduate degree. Now, that red box, that's my class. Academic freedom says, don't tell me what to teach in my class. That's my purview. Our faculty said, wait a minute. That's partially true, but it takes a village to nurture the deep and broad skills that we know our students will need to go through life with. So we said, wait a minute. Could we draw through lines through those boxes? Could that line be a technology line? Could this be a presentation line? Through my red box, through my literature class, could I be teaching presentation skills? Could I be adding a component of marketing in my class? What if we draw through lines through our entire curriculum what if we make that village a unified whole rather than you know, things we put in your, out in your shopping cart and check out with? Then for eight semesters, our students will, being, will be being helped, assessed, reinforced, improving, and they graduate not with the primaries, only the primary skill we promised them, but with a set of life skills that will enable them to be the difference makers in the future. Our EMC is a through line. And now we're creating through lines of all those skills. We have, a, we have a saying in our Frost School. If you don't embed it, you will forget it. Isn't that true? So now we're embedding the essential skills into our classes. I believe what we're doing is applicable to other disciplines as well. And I think as we evolve away from this centuries-old sage-on-the-stage paradigm and we make our, our college degrees more experiential, and we knit them together with through lines, I believe we're ensuring our own relevance for the future in an online world. And we're ensuring that the on-campus experience is still the best way to train the leaders of tomorrow. Now, I have a saying. And my saying is, music is the mortar of humanity. It binds us together regardless of ethnicity, national origin, religion, social status, in ways that nothing else does. And I believe that the world we live in makes music more important than ever. So I think that the things and the innovations that we're doing in the Frost School of Music are helping to ensure the intertwined technical, 
and spiritual skills that our students will need to help make the world a better place. Thank you. Thank you.